welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with you and you and your world. Um, I do apologize. I didn't record for the last two days because I had I had a really tough professional schedule. I had to get up really early. Do I was in training. I was facilitating training for two days straight, and it was quite intense. So. Anyways, I should have, I, yeah, I tried, but I didn't do it. Anyway, I'm back now. <laughs> so, um, I, I, I just want to talk about evil in the world, you know. I, I, there is evil in the world and the evil is unseen, you know, I, that the source of evil is unseen we, we we do see the manifestations of it but the source of evil is unseen my I, I see a lot of things going on now i don't know whether it is just me but it seems as if we are getting pretty close to the days of the you know antichrist like jesus warned well i, I think so because at least I am in my 50s early 50s so I have seen about 5 decades on this earth which is like half of a century there are certain things that I see now that used to be what you would call fringe behavior fringe mindsets that have now become mainstream sort of It seems as we have come out from the pandemic, or as we're coming out, it's still there. I mean, countries are still having cases and all of that, but let's say we're we're getting, we're becoming more used to it now. So we're beginning to treat it more like, you know, something that you know, at least we we, we sort of like understand, even though though you know, for some people it will be worse than others, but getting to where we are right now it just looks like the world is a whole lot more darker and it's not just because you know there is war going on in certain parts of the world which is also a a strong part of it but just the fact that it seems like we argue now over what is right and what is wrong we can't seem to agree on what is right and what is wrong and the whole world seems to we don't have common values anymore we don't really have shared values it's all about who you know it's all sentimental and relationship driven so if someone is my friend or my brother or my sister or my ally anything he or she says is right or wrong anything he or she does is right or wrong um i could support him or her for something she she controversial that he or she does if someone else does exactly the same thing and that person isn't a friend or an ally then i won't support the person in fact i would be very vocal about the person in other words we're not running by principles or values anymore 
principles are now self-interest, relationship, sentiment, you know, the values of fairness, of transparency, of truth, of justice, they are gradually being eroded, pushed down. Now I know that this is a this may be a blanket statement. I, I recognize that there are societies and nations in the world that have these principles of fairness entrenched in their constitution and even if you you know politic politicians come and they come with some crazy ideas, they are unable to um, negatively impact what those institutions uh, are set up to do and that's fair enough but I think genuinely at a global level we have moved into a phase where honestly if you have the guts you can get away with anything because if you can spin your way around it and you know you have a very vocal community supporting you behind you can really almost get away with anything and that's quite worrisome it's quite worrisome and um, people talk about the fact that we're in a post-truth world we are because we can't even agree on on right or wrong we can't agree anymore it's not clear whether everything is 50 shades of gray you know what i'm saying they they we can't agree Sad. Whereas most of the time it's actually clear. If you follow principles, for instance, if I follow biblical principles, if I follow humanist principles, you know, do unto others, these are principles, you know, of life, you know, conscience, thou shalt don't steal, don't kill, you know, do not, you know, take advantage of the weak, things like that. If you follow those basic, which should be basic human principles of conscience, it's clear who's in the right and who is in the wrong. But somehow we've managed to use our sophisticated knowledge and and I don't know to be able to now twist things to suit our means and our needs and this is something being done at the political level and it's also you know it's also catching on I guess in the whole world as a whole as in thought leaders the people who don't really are probably maybe still going with the basic rules of fairness and equity i would say are the common man i would say to a very large extent by and large not everyone but there's just something really really strange going on and evil seems to be you know evil even there's still evil is still operating in darkness but they are beginning to hide in plain sight now you know in my country nigeria there has been a series of killings terrorist attacks going on in the city of Kaduna, outskirts, a train was attacked. Terrorists came on board. They shot people, took away people. Almost true to type, the government goons started, political goons started gaslighting. The messaging came out that no one was hurt. Thank God for social media. Some people had the presence of mind, even in all the chaos, to take photos and post it on Twitter. That's how we saw that indeed there were gunshots fired windows were shattered on the train 
and definitely there would have been casualty with some people we, we we did see some footage that showed that people had been hurt that didn't come from the from the official sources and since then what we have seen is body language that seems to suggest that the only people shocked by that attack is us you know it's it's if you ever watch any of those crime and investigation channels where programs where um someone you know who did i marry or any of those ones where the children later discover in life that their father was a serial killer all along you if you know the the confusion those children are faced with sometimes they're the ones narrating the story sometimes they're being interviewed because they lived with this person there was a lot of strange stuff going on they never imagined that someone who was supposed to be their father was in fact the most scary human being they could ever have come in contact with the most evil the most cruel We're in a similar situation in Nigeria at the moment, and a lot. Some people are having a hard time grasping what's going on because it's it, it's difficult to believe that the people who are who have sworn to serve and protect are actually the ones who have opened the door for intruders to come into the nation and for people to for evil to 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 just have its way it's and it's so deep that even the the ability to be shocked empathy is it's the most bizarre thing to watch it's almost like i don't know it's it's the, and i'm not the only one feeling this way because conversation you know people are like what what's going on so the only thing so this morning i woke up the only thing that makes sense to me is that okay it it really does seem like the bible's account of the world is true that story of the garden of eden the serpent coming in all of that that story has to be true there is some evil pres- presence that predated the existence of this planet. That pres- that evil presence was not intended to live on this earth. But somehow, through some very manipulative and deceptive um, premeditated actions and deceit, they were able to somehow take over the control behind the scenes of this earth. Now, because that evil presence does not have a physical body, that evil presence cannot be physically seen on earth. But that evil presence is present on earth and seems to have the spiritual authority to operate and influence men to act in ways that they ordinarily, a human being created in the image and the likeness of God, should not be able to to operate in that way. And that evil presence has a hierarchy of beings has a whole kingdom and retinue of spirit beings like himself lower in rank spread all over the planet and perpetuating evil on on earth executing and implementing their 
the satanic agenda which is to ensure that you corrupt as many minds as possible have arrowheads of the agenda the agenda is to perpetuate evil to make everything that is right seem wrong and everything that is wrong that is against sound judgment look right and that evil oppression torment rape killings murders loss everything that is corrupt becomes the easiest most sensible most gratifying thing to do and that values like truth empathy compassion all of that be gradually eroded from the scheme of things it is clear that that evil is under a central command it is not random it is intentional there are meetings there's a strategy there's an implementing arm and there's a thinking arm there's an organization behind that evil when I say organization, I don't mean, I, I mean it in, 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 in the two different ways in which you can look at it. So I mean organization in terms of a structure. I mean organization in terms of processes and, you know, movements and sequencing and resources. And certainly in terms of leadership. And that is exactly what the Bible tells us. In Ephesians 6, the Bible tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against principalities and powers, rulers um, of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in heavenly places, different hierarchies of evil. And one thing about the Bible is that the Bible says things, but it says it almost matter-of-factly and casually. And when you see it, you read it, it almost seems very fairy tale like Chronicles of Narnia type of thing, when in fact it's communicating a very important truth that you are supposed that it's important for you to know. I went through a series of experiences in the last two years. Now I realize today, now as I'm speaking, and I know that it's the Spirit of God that is giving me this understanding as I speak. I realize now that the reason God allowed me to go through this experience was he needed me to see and know that these evil spirits do not only dwell on the pages of Bibles or on crusade grounds or on stories that I read by pastors or people who had gone through certain things, but that everything the Bible records about them is true. I saw them in action for two years. I had personal interaction with people who had who for all intents and purposes seems to have to have gone into covenant with, 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 with pretty senior spiritual beings and were operating at it a certain level that demonstrates a certain kind of closeness and covenant relationship. I had never experienced that in my life. God allowed me to see it and experience it over a period of time. And then he explained to me by sometime around, you know, in, in 2020, he explained to me, I, you know, I, he helped me open my eyes to help me see what was going on. And a lot of stuff that had been happening, he just made me understand what was going on in that particular individual's life. But then again, in another situation, very closely, in fact, they were 
really related but separate you know connected but separate and the connections it was only god that made me know that there was a connection between the two otherwise looking at it at face value it didn't look connected at all but apparently it was it looked physically separate but it was the, the two incidents were spiritually connected in that other case i watched how evil spirits tormented a life for a number of years I heard I was opportune to hear through the, the person involved in it what they were saying, how they think, the kind of words that come out of their mouth, how they, they their sole purpose on earth is to make sure you do not believe that God is supreme. They lie spewing out 24-7 from their mouth. Claiming to be who they are not. Claiming to be able to do what they cannot do. Instilling fear in the mind. Tormenting the soul of the victim. It, it, it was a very... It was difficult... It was difficult to see and to hear what was going on. To the glory of God, God helped us get out of that situation. God delivered the soul that was being tormented. I'm ever grateful to him for that. But what it opportunity me to do was to see up close so i have actually been in a school of discipleship in the past two years god allowed me to see how they operate how they think i saw it i lived it (laughs) and it is exactly as the bible describes them so now and oh lord i'm going to title this podcast either you must have seen it either wicked spirits in the heavenlies or wicked spirits or principalities and powers please if you have not read ephesians 6 please go and read ephesians 6 12 to 18 i usually don't talk about things like this but i believe that the event of the past week in my country nigeria and i know there's more happening they're going you know we're having a situation where people are running from their houses fleeing because terrorists are coming going from house to house killing people people in government do not care because for some reason it serves their purposes it's the most evil thing I've ever seen in my entire life we have never had anything like this we've had we've never had anything like this never a wolf has been let into the penthouse and somehow when when, you know when you talk about the wolf in sheep's clothing that's what we have we have letting a wolf and gave him the position of the shepherd to look after the sheep. So I am what I'm I'm saying, if I'm connecting the two is 
all of these things that happen that are happening in my country because the level of bloodshed <laughs> oh, oh lord we're, we're so num- the level of the 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 lack of empathy the lack of shock the lack of horror tells you how immersed in evil and the kind of influence that these demonic spirits have had over the lives of the people who are overseeing this evil on behalf of the enemy now i hope i'm communicating because it may be i don't know if i am really able to articulate what is bubbling up in my heart and what i'm seeing what i'm sensing what i'm experiencing so to put it long and short and i I would recommend if you can go to the bibleproject.com and check out their videos they explain these things very very well in almost all their videos particularly the ones that you know talk about genesis and all of that there is a whole retinue of spiritual beings they are rebels they rebelled against god for some reason they are fixated on the earth the bible tells us that that it happened satan was cast down to the earth for some reason i don't know why they didn't decide to keep all their battle in the heavenlies so they tried it in heaven they tried to take over i mean satan and all that and these are all documented in the bible and then the um, the archangel michael who is the warring angel and his angels they threw them out they flung them out then they cast him and the devil was cast down to the earth and then he the bible records that he came down with great great anger onto the earth because he knows that he has a short time so and a bit of this is also shared in revelation which none of us really fully understand but the general gist is that he somehow he's trying to bring about evil on the earth he believes that the more evil there is on the earth the more it delays the judgment of god he's also hoping that somehow he can make the earth so evil that and convince all of us to rebel against God as well, so that somehow it you know it delays people. I mean, he's just completely delusional. <laughs> he's completely he, he dece- the devil deceives people and he himself is deceived. You understand? So it's, it's just really crazy because you cannot kick against the pricks. You know what I'm saying? You 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 can't you can't defeat Jehovah. You can't. Even all of this, Jehovah is just allowing it because he's using it as a sifting process so that at the end of the day he's left to the people that will willingly love and serve him and will never ever again choose to rebel against from god from god because they have already gone through the grinder and they have seen death and life and they have chosen life that's really what this entire earthly experience is all about and god could actually have ended everything before now he chose to do it this way because for some reason I think he wants a people that he really wants a kingdom of light that is of people who just love him for what he is um, there, there were times in the past when he was quite you know um, how would I say disenchanted with his creation and he actually did kill the world the entire world the world was destroyed but even then he preserved about eight souls eight eight which is what led to the world billions of people that we've seen today as soon as I wonder I'm like maybe God she does have not even well I don't know you know why because the evil was still present anyways so there wasn't just much that could be done but after that well the lord said he wasn't going to destroy the world again with flood he didn't say not going to destroy the world but not with the flood so um which is comforting to know so no matter how many tsunamis we have we know we're never going to have a global tsunami again really comforting to know to know that um but then the evil then went after the eight souls and the others as well and 
the 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 thing about the evil is that it is not visible so that is why some of us will believe up will believe it and others will not i know many of us listening you probably have watched the matrix particularly if you're listening from the u.s and several other countries around the world the first time i watched the matrix it i i saw it as a deeply spiritual movie i think the matrix is the movie that best a matrix one the original matrix the first one in fact the whole concept but that original matrix i think was the one that captured the essence of what is happening in the world today and the way in which the spiritual world influences the physical world so in the matrix there were people who were plugged in who didn't know that they had they were completely oblivious that the world that they were living in was just was not real and that their true state was um people who were just completely being manipulated by some um people some other um, aliens or you know who had some very very or some other beings who had very very negative um intent and evil intent against them and these people were caught up in this world an imaginative world which they thought was real but was actually something that the other beings were using to control them that is exactly how the world is today that's how the world is a lot of the evil and you see some of the evil some of the things that people do it doesn't look normal do you understand what i'm saying it doesn't look normal you're like are you really are you okay So anyways, I think there is more of a role for us as Christians now on the earth. We really need to more intentionally restrain the evil. I think unfortunately what has happened is that in the last 10 years, Christians have been so concerned about creating a good life for themselves on earth that we've been distracted from turning away the evil. Now, when we resist the devil... He has no, he's powerless against us because we have been given the power, the name of Jesus, the authority of Jesus, you know, all of that. Once you bring in the power of God through the spirit of God, the word of God, the light of God in you, the devil has no answer for that. And that in the case that I saw also of, you know, the the situation I talked about of tormenting um, a life and a soul, that was exactly what happened. Immediately we were able to bring the word of God into that situation and the light of God and the spirit of God. The enemy fled. Darkness and light cannot coexist. It's the same reason why you turn on the switch in your living room, darkness disappears. It's just the same thing. What, what we see in the physical light and darkness is the exact reflection of what you see in the spiritual light and darkness. So darkness exists persist only in places where light is does not shine which is why you always find evil operating under the cover of physical darkness they never or spiritual darkness they never want it to come that what their things to come to light so in my country nigeria if you tweet about something evil that is happening to you almost immediately without root somebody is coming to counter what you're saying say that what you're saying is wrong you're a liar abusing you for saying the truth even when it's your experience your lived experience this is what's happening to you you will see an army of evil speakers coming and telling you that you're a lie so what's happening a culture of silence and why is that culture of silence being bred and and most of the people doing this thing are political trolls sponsored by the government why are they doing this they're doing this so that the evil 
can have free reign because evil finds it difficult to operate when you shine a light on it. It's like how you see soldier ants moving in a file. You know, if you were to turn a touchlight on them, you know, they, you know, they, they can't move in that straight line anymore. That's how evil is. It needs the cover of darkness. Darkness can either be, um, it, you know, it, it, you're, you're, you're doing evil things away from the glare of people or you other people are not speaking about it. No one, you know, everyone is, we can see it, it's happening, but no one is talking about it. So, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against wicked spirits in the heavenlies, against the rulers of the darkness of this world. And that's the hierarchy. Many of the times in Nigeria, we talk about principalities and powers as though they're the highest. They're actually the lowest class in that ranking. The wicked spirits in the heavenlies I think as yeah they are they are in between they are the middle ones the rulers of the darkness of this world those are that's the central command because they are rulers and they are ruling over the darkness their role is to ensure that the darkness persists that it prevails but Jesus said upon this I will build my church the gates of hell shall not prevail my only pain is that somehow the leaders of the gospel and faith communities in my home country and i think to a very large extent globally have forgotten that we're in a, this kind of universal spiritual planetary warfare and they are now focused with transactional warfare over i bought a land for my church i bought this my congregation is this in fact issues around the structures on this earth whereas we should be concerned about the planetary battle and that is what jesus was concerned about which is why he said go ye into all the world and teach the gospel what he was saying is go into all the world restrain the evil defeat the evil overcome the evil teach people because if you can teach people to receive the light the darkness will not be able to use them consume them overcome them destroy them and destroy the lives of others life on earth imperfect as it is would be better not because god intends to keep this earth as it is forever but because he would like all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth and that evil be not perpetrated we are making it too easy for the enemy to have his way upon this earth and satan has nothing good for anybody we can already see the world he's envisioning for us. I can just imagine what the reign of the Antichrist is all alike. I can see it because I'm beginning to see his people. Now, the Bible talks a lot about um, people who deny Christ, people who, you know, and the Antichrist in the context from a spiritual and a theological perspective. He also talks about people who deny Christ and then enthrone political systems that ensure that you do not serve him. That is discussed a lot in the book of Revelation. I am beginning to see that in our country, Nigeria. People who are so immersed, covenanted with evil. In fact, the shocking thing for me was, by the time you start reading tweets on Twitter, as of yesterday night, people on Twitter were beginning to say there is something very dark going on here. 
people were beginning to use the word dark. People who, for all intents and purposes, they're not Christians, and I don't know if they are. Maybe they are, I don't know. But those secular commentators are beginning to see, my goodness, there's something, they're beginning to sense the presence of evil. Not just evil as in human, human evil, but an evil, they use the word darkness. And when they use the word darkness, so they, they, and by the way, Nigeria is not exactly the most, you know, crime-free place. In, so we're used to all this sort of stuff. So when, when Nigerians begin to draw a distinction between the normal bad things and, and, and say they are sensing a darkness, so they use that word to describe certain people who, you know, the wolves that we have seen, they, 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 they used to describe something that was going on. And, and I said, oh my goodness. It, it just struck me. I said, "Yes, you're right. This 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 is darkness. This is this is dark. This is dark. This this is this is yeah. This is this is it. I, yeah." So I'm going to leave it just there because there's really not much to say. But I would just say, the Bible says we should be sober. We should be vigilant. There's there's a whole lot more vigilance that is required than what I am seeing. I still see a lot of us in faith circles carrying on with our lives as though we're not ha- we're not in the battle of all battles. The enemy is ramping up. The days are so evil. The Bible says, "Woe unto them that are at, at ease in Zion." This is not a time to be building castles in the air and focused on making our lives better on earth it is the time to resist evil resist it through prayer through declaration of the word through our actions through speaking up where we see it and doing everything that we can to make it easier for the enemy to use people to fulfill his agenda the evil is not random whatever it is we're seeing going on in our communities wherever you may be in the world it is under it, there is no random evil going on now there is it's all under a central command i can say that now i didn't understand this before now and i i can't fully explain why i have come to this conclusion but let's just say the pennies are just finally dropping in for me and when the enemy when we begin to see a an orchestrated move of evil amongst you know in different ways and i could almost these are things that i could actually sit down and do an entire presentation about just to plot it out and see how it's it's unfolding in different continents in different ways the final agenda is to make the world so dark that nobody can see where they are going people will be tormented than we have than has ever been in all the history of humanity they'll be oppressed beyond measure and everything that is good that is righteous that is holy that is pure that is saving that is comforting will be put out of the way the oppression will be unbelievable spiritually emotionally and physically but we can hold it back we can restrain it. We can reduce it. But Christians, we have to wake up. We really, really have to wake up. The word of God says that the kingdom of God is not meat or drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. We need all those three things right now. 
and we're not going to get it by going after our own earthly desires and the things that we need to do. God is sounding the alarm. Yeah. This is the time for the watchmen over the cities of Jerusalem. Do not keep silent. If you are you are someone who knows how to pray for nations, for cities, for towns, please pray. If you're someone who has a voice to speak up, please speak up. If you're someone who can do charitable works in the community, counseling young people, being there, hospitality, whatever it is that we can do to project Christian values, teach the gospel as well and let people know that Christ is an option. We have to do it now because the evil is ramping up. And when you see, just like in the days of Putin, when you see the armies being gathered at the boundaries of the nation and the nations, just know that the attack is coming and that the attack will be far more devastating than the gathering that you've seen. I will leave it at that. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you all. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen.